0: What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. You just
1: don't know when to give up, do you?
0: I could do this all day.
1: The Matt Sodnikar podcast. <sighs> Welcome to the podcast. This is Matt Sodnikar. I'm here with uh, my friend Teal Carlock. He's co-founder along with Sean Davies down in Dallas, Texas of RR Threads. Uh, actually kind of business partners of mine. I'm selling his socks and some of his t-shirts soon. And uh, with that, Teal, welcome. Appreciate you making the time, brother. Man, heck yeah, Matt. Thanks
0: for uh, thanks for having me, have an Good to get yeah. to know you through over the over the last
1: few months and uh, happy to chat for sure. Yeah. And uh reason I wanted to talk to you is first and foremost the the socks. I really dig them. Um rrthreads.com. I'll I'll link to the but the just the vibe on the website I think kind of like most people I found were Instagram buddies, but it just seems like we kind of have the same vibe and the same mindset when it comes to these these ventures and Take me through how you became a uh, a sock seller, (laughs) kind of like your history from that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. That was, uh, we, we, Sean and I never set out to be uh, big into the uh, the sock world. But I guess I guess it all started a few years back. Sean and I, um, actually even maybe about five years back, Sean and I started a cycling team with a couple other guys here in Dallas called the Rock Riders Cycling. Um, if you look it up, you'll see a similarity in the, the logo of Rock Rider Cycling with our, our thread. So our thread is kind of a spinoff of it. But um, Sean has a super creative background. Uh, like art design, my background, and he'd start designing these shirts just for our team. um, And other people outside the team are like, Hey, really like that shirt. Like we started off with like the spinning gold chains. And then we worked with a local donut shop on the sweet ride with the donut wheels and different people outside of our team, wanted the shirts. And Sean and I were like, well, shoot, let's like throw a website up and let's just see, you know, we'll sell it that way. And then it kind of took on a life of its own. And then, you know, if you're making fun cycling t-shirts and then we thought, well, shoot, we like cycling socks. There's, You know, we can make some for our own cycling team. We can just come up with some creative ideas. Um, So it kind of spun from that. It started with the t-shirts and then we've always just tried to keep it lighthearted and fun. We try not to be too serious with it and just kind of spitball ideas. But it really has taken on a life of its own. And We've had a lot of uh, a lot of good interest. And then I, I think even like the connection we made with you, it's been fun to just connect with people around the world. I mean, especially in the U.S., just through Instagram that are also, you know, big cyclists, but enjoy the cycling culture kind of, you know, both on and off the bike. So it's been fun, but definitely taking on kind of a life of its own in a good way the last few years.
1: That's great to hear. I'm looking at the website now. And, and uh, one of my favorites is uh, Mr. RRT. And I'll I'll post a a photo of that one. (laughs) So, so so
0: we got to say, so Sean and I also, we just launched the new website probably like two months ago. And that was one of our biggest things was, we're like, we don't want to make our website look too I don't know, too official. Like, we're, we're an official company, of course, but like, one thing we like is we're just laid back, too, you know, I guess, I don't know, white collar cyclist guys, like, with a little bit of an edge. And like, even that shirt, like, we were like, man, what if we had like a shirt that just had some gaudy gold chains with the big RR threads medallion on the front? <laughs> and Sean was like, dude, that's like the dumbest and best idea ever. Let's do it, you know? So, so we threw it up there. And then some people scratch their heads when they see our designs, and other ones, know yeah I I got in a weird way I totally get it so we're just trying to launch stuff that's, that's fun, And some stuff you know hits it big. And then other ones, I think probably are still scratching their heads, but that's, that's one of our, that's one of our favorite shirts. <laughs> well, it's uh, art, right? Every, every once in a while, you'll get, you'll get, you'll get a, you'll, the, the, the head turn on that one. And people are like, why is that guy wearing that shirt? And then, you know, when they kind of get it, they get it, but it takes a while.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, I love art and, and marketing like that, where it's, it takes just a little bit of thought. Like it's not so overt. It's just, it's more entertaining yeah. for me. So.
0: What, you, you know, the, other, uh, the other one on that front is, you know, I talked about this, is the uh, the golden tabs. So Sean and I both w- were Christians, were people of faith. And we had this idea, you know, people are always talking about, calves and tan lines and cycling you know and you got to get your stock line just right so you're looking good by the swimming pool and you're off the bike and we're like oh man like we could do a play on the words in the bible it's like the don't worship golden calves and we're like holy <laughs> smokes, we've got some there but a lot of people will see it and they'll go like oh yeah i get it it's like cycling or like oh it's totally cycling but there's like another level which is kind of clever in and of itself like you're wearing a shirt like you know with a golden calves on the front you know and, and everyone saw people pick it up otherwise they're like yeah yeah sure it's just a cycling shirt no big deal
1: (laughs) (laughs) whatever the customer thinks it means that's what it means yeah that's right that's right that's right so you know i i understand the t-shirt side of things i mean i've seen them made at, at shops and things like that but how did you find your socks i mean they're, they're some of the best i've worn and i'm not just kissing your butt because you're on the show and and we're yeah. to tell these things but they're, they're that's good, right we'll, yeah. we'll we'll take any butt kissing we can get even if you're <laughs> lying to us it's totally it's still <laughs> fine i'm <laughs> uh, not being we, we, but they're they're awesome socks yeah that's right, yeah, that's right. I've thrown some away, not yours, but some that I've bought that just didn't cut it, that were whimsical and kind of cool designs. And I put them on, I was like, they fall down or they just don't fit right. And these are dialed, man. So take me through the process of getting this thing just right
0: yeah so I mean probably i mean we 're just like you like uh, we 're kind of sock connoisseurs, and we 're always looking for some funky socks um and then we uh, it, inevitably like as the rock rider cycling team we started with we have our our colors are black, blue, kind of like that sky blue, um and then we 've woven in like gold and white, so then inevitably to find socks that match like we 've gone through. I mean every brand, you know, Rafa, HB stash, stock, you know, stock guy. I mean, defeat like we've we've gone through all of them Swiftwick, you know, you name it. Um we've gone through them and some you really like, some are thick, some are tight, you know, and we're like shoot like why can't we just find one that's, you know, the right height, it hugs, it hugs the ankle, like it's not too thick, but it's still durable. So then we started just re- reaching out to different companies that that make socks and then we try them and, you know, we're like, well, do we want to do that or we want to find a manufacturer ourselves? Because there's there's a lot of brands out there and there's nothing wrong with it, like a lot of really good um, you know, you can get custom defeat socks or you can get custom, custom sock guy socks and they're, and they're really good socks. We just thought, you know, w- let's do something like even with our shirts, we'd rather just be our own private label and maybe we're reinventing the wheel a little bit there. But our thought was if we just find a good manufacturer and we went to a bunch of them that just, that just make socks and they're not making them necessarily for other companies and sticking their own manufacturer brand on there. Cause we're like, we want them just to be our, our thread socks. And when you're trying it on, you know, like, it's it, it's a sock that you couldn't go pick up like at a, at a bike shop with some other branding on it. So that was kind of our idea by it. But we definitely tried on um, a bunch of them and just like you, you've worn a bunch of them and you, you throw a bunch away. And then you have your favorite from six years ago that you just, you won't give up no matter what <laughs> or how ratty or faded, faded they are. So lucky for us. Now we have an endless supply of socks.
1: <laughs> so here's a really dumb question on my part. So, Two of my yeah. favorites are the the get sum so it says get on one side and sum on the other. When you're making these, do you have a box of like 250 that say get and 250 that say sum and then you're assembling them or can the factory actually run like pairs and send them out? How does that even work when they're asymmetrical like I- that? P- pairs and send
0: them out however um and maybe some people that have listened to this every once in a while some people will get a get get or a <laughs> some sum. you know which is always funny with the uh even if you're 99 percent right you know one out of 100 is going to be wrong so we've gotten definitely some of them back that were like hey let's just we'll send you we'll send you another pair that's the opposite so you can have two of them <laughs> um yeah but 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 they're able to manufacture them separately. So yeah, so we're not having to you know sw- swap them out or marry the two together. But yeah, we have unfortunately had a few snafus where people have gotten a get get or a sum sum which is always fun. But then other people get creative and we, we took a picture early on with those. It was Sean was, he sent a picture. He was like, Hey, we should post this. And it was, I think he had like the black get on the left on the left foot and then the white sum. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then even other people we've seen in the wild, even around here at Dallas, they'll have kind of taken on that. They'll buy a black pair and a white pair and then swap them out. Oh, that's fun. brilliant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But but depending on what kind of weather you're in, I end up sticking with the black more than not, because if it's raining or it's wet, you know, unfortunately, a white sock can can take a beating, especially with the Dallas, Dallas weather.
1: Oh, yeah. And I've seen some dudes here in Colorado wearing white kits and it's like, sorry, brother. (laughs) You can't do that. yeah. That's a, that's a single yeah, use only. And, I don't care what you paid for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and, and no offense for people in an all white kit, but we this year even went uh, white, jer- white jerseys. But we just like stuck with our like one bib, where you can kind of have the home or away jersey. Um, and people were going, that's probably not a good call. We're like, hey, you know what? If it gets dingy, we can go with our blue jersey. But the white, the white bibs is a. Uh, That's, that's entering a danger zone for us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's actually, (laughs) for sure. sure. That can go south in a hurry. And that's something we were going to try to do at the end of this year is, um, roll out, roll out a kit. And we just have gotten so busy with that last run of socks and then, uh, working on some new t-shirt stuff. And then we got caps and bottles and all that so I think in the spring we're actually going to try to launch a launch a kit and we might initially do it with castelli or even try to private label that um, if we can get you know kind of the design and the construction of that just right so that's Kind of next generation stuff, but inevitably we get super busy with what we got. But that's on the horizon.
1: Man, if you're going with Castelli, I'll start my diet right now for next summer, so I can squeeze into one of those those Italian ones. Yeah,
0: no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt.
1: I tell you, for a bunch of dudes in cycling, it gives us kind of body morphic disorder because you know I'll go to races and you know I'm a struggling cat seven despite riding for a bunch of years, you know. And you see these guys that are, you know, genetics and it's training and it's the effort and all that. And it's like, man, I feel like I feel fat. It's like we're not fat. It's just like different, you know? So I, I would be curious to know how many guys actually in cycling are, you know, sort of um, you know, pinching their sides and thinking, I gotta lose some weight. <laughs>
0: Oh, it, it, especially if we've, uh, like a crew of us it ended up being maybe eight or 10 of us from the rock rider cycling team, uh, which are our threads. We work with them and sponsor the team, um, ended up doing Leadville this year. So we've done it a few years, which is just epic on a whole nother level, which you're, that's right in your backyard. But, uh, that's even some of the guys on that sort of thinking, you know, Hey, I can only get my power up so much and I'm really trying to break sub nine, you know, if I was down a few pounds, would that help me? You know, when you're going up a, you know, a hour and 45 minutes, uh, you know, two hour Columbine climb or something like that. It's like, you know, otherwise in Dallas it's so flat that it's more of a power cyclist kind of game. Like you just gotta be fit and gotta have enough power.
1: But, uh, where you are shoot weight is weight is, is key going up those Hills. Did you notice the altitude when you came out to Colorado? <laughs>
0: I, I, I did. Um, so this is the third year in a row that uh, that I've, d- I've done it. So there's been a kind of an on and off crew of us that have done it. And I've, for whatever reason, just kept coming back. So I've, I've kind of fallen in love with the race. And, and I do, I, I notice a, a huge, especially just pu- trying to push power uphill. I mean, that last that bit of Columbine and then the power line climb I mean it, is just a, a beat down. But I, I think for whatever reason, it just, for me, it changes the heart rate and it kills the power a little bit, but I don't get too disoriented. We've got a couple of guys on the team that it really messes with. them. they're kind of like, they get a little out of body experience. You start getting up over eleven hmm. five or 12, you know, and I, I've been fortunate with that. I don't have any like, e- you know, eating problems. I don't have like gut rot or anything like that. It's just, you know, you're just, just sucking wind. Cause I don't even know what our elevation here is in Dallas and it's definitely less than a thousand. So we can't train for it. The only only thing we say is we just train in the heat. So hopefully, hopefully that has some kind of
1: bo- body help. <laughs> well, next time we you come have you, out, have you done the race? Uh, I have not. No, it's it's one of those. Th- I've done the uh, Laramie Enduro a couple times up in Wyoming. Yeah, um, and yeah. that's more distance. Like I think that's. Uh, is it a hundred k or seventy seven k? I'm I'm forgetting now. But uh, the Leadville, it's been off and on the list a couple times, but I haven't ever pulled the trigger. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: It's one of those things I think next year, I'm personally doing Ironman uh, Arizona, so in Tempe here in November. So this whole year has been bouncing from one kind of event to the next. I'm actually looking forward to next year, taking a little bit of time off, like just riding and everything, but just not having an event that you're constantly feeling like. You're in training mode and always trying to manage this or balance this exercise or whatever it is. So just try to get back to just to riding and racing a little bit more, kind of on the local circuit.
1: Well, it's good to have those goals. And for those listeners not familiar um, with Leadville, um, which buckle did you get? Did you get your buckle?
0: I did. So I've done so three times for so the first year uh, the teammate and I, we w- went sub nine. So I got the big buckle. And then the last two years we've kind of paired up with a couple of guys that weren't able to finish the first year and have paced them. So I've gone, uh, i got gotten buckle each three times and was fortunate enough to get the big buckle the first year.
1: Nice. Yeah. So if you go sub nine hours on the Leadville 100, you get a, a big old, big old belt buckle.
0: <laughs> that that thing is, that thing is nasty. I mean, it is, it is big. We had a ran randomly. There was a, a what what party was this? It was for one of my, uh, actually it was a, a charity. That's a friends of our city square here in, in Dallas, which is a charity that supports the homeless community. And it was a Reba McIntyre concert. And my wife is a huge Reba McIntyre Fan. And if, so, of course, you're going to Reva concert. You've got to dress up in cowboy gear. So I, you know, dusted off the cowboy boots, and luckily had an opportunity with purpose to wear the Leadville belt buckle. And I, of course, I went with the big one, which is just obnoxious.
1: <laughs> like, uh, how, big is it, you
0: but, how big is it? I mean, I mean, it's like a, I mean, it's like a third of a dinner plate. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's a big old. It's a big old buckle, like even the small one is like a, well, get your attention if somebody's actually wearing it. the big one is i mean it's obnoxious, which I guess you know if you're able to go sub nine i mean they're they 're gonna up the ante on what you can win <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that's that's a great I mean seriously for anybody listening, like if you've ever thought about doing it or you love like just the kind of just self punishing endurance kind of events. I mean, it is such a, such a great event and Ken and Mary Lee, the two founders that started that, that live in Leadville and did it really back in the day to start, you know, to, I think trying to help boost the economy of Leadville. They're out there like cheering folks on out on the court. It is an incredible experience. So even my family that goes out there and watches like they love going out there to Leadville. Like it's a, it's a super cool race. So if you can ever get the opportunity to get in, definitely go. It's totally worth it.
1: I know my uh, super producer Cole Weinman has had it on his list a couple times. And so he'll he'll probably hear this and and I would not be surprised. If you're listening, go do it. Go do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the opposite end of the spectrum from the Leadville buckle, my buddy Chris, who owns Mercury Wheels out in Ogden, Utah, (laughs) about once every 7 weeks i just get this box from him and one point is a pair of uh godzilla undies he bought over in japan for me and then the other one <laughs> then the last shipment uh he he sent me a grand fondo finisher belt buckle <laughs> nice yeah. nice so uh if we ever hook mercury up. mercury wheels
0: I'm 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 not familiar with this Mercury. I'm I'm always looking for. Is it a, a U.S. base? It sounds like an Ogna. They Do they make them there? Do they import them or? Uh,
1: they're handmade there. Yeah, so they do the R&D cool. and the and the handmade stuff out there. So I'll introduce you guys via email. But oh man, yeah, yeah. solid hoops, man. To, totally.
0: New man, that's awesome. We, we just linked up, uh, unrelated to our threads, kind of with the rock rider cycling crew, uh, we're actually linking up and quite a few of us are getting, uh, team bikes through allied cycle works, which is based mm-hmm. in, I don't know if you're familiar with them, based in little rock, Arkansas. I think they're moving to Fayetteville, but super, super good guys. And it's all, uh, they, I don't know where they get their carbon from, but they lay it all down, cut it, lay it all down, right there in arkansas so their big their big deal is made here you know i think they're one of their logos like the outline of the us with made here super cool bikes they do super cool paint jobs so we're excited about that man we need to look up mercury reels that sounds cool
1: yeah i'll link you up um, i've seen a couple of allied okay. of shop in colorado springs and they're they're good looking good looking bikes yeah. Yeah. That's what one
0: of our guys actually ran across him. I think at the Colorado classic after Leadville this year, he was up there with his son watching. Is that what it's called? Colorado classic or whatever it's called now. The, the pro race up there. He ran into some of the guys from ally and was like, Oh, sweet. Bikes. So Excellent.
1: I love when that comes yeah. together yeah no doubt no doubt so back to the socks for a minute like how many iterations yeah. did it take like how many went in the trash can with like samples and vendors that were just it how take me through that process just of sourcing and getting it right <laughs> Ooh. i mean of all
0: the different places we have tried it's it, de- definitely iterative and even trying to figure out like the right height. I mean, I, I think not multiple dozens, but I mean, definitely 10 plus, of you know, Hey, this is right. We like this. Can you make it a little thick, thicker? And then inevitably it comes back and it's too thick and you go, there's no way I can wear this. And you know, a da- in a Dallas summer, uh, Texas heat. Um, then even uh, then, then we run into or ran into, when you're getting it done, you've got a like the sock
1: itself that's real that's
0: really good. Like then when you start laying a design on it, like which you've you've seen our sock, every one of them, which our, our company motto is "Get Some," which we can talk about that. But on, on the top of each foot says "Get Some," and then on the bottom is our logo. So you know if, if you're standing in front of somebody and they're looking down at your feet, it says "Get Some," and then if you pick your foot up, it, it says our even, even getting that right was tricky because you start laying down something else, whether it's on the top of the foot or the bottom, you know, you don't want to start feeling that, you know, whether you're cycling or you're running. So even getting that took a while. There's times, you know, it, it comes back a little too thick or it's going to be too thin and it doesn't hold up. Um, so definitely a lot of iteration and I, I don't think we necessarily always have, have it right. I think sometimes if you put too much designs on them, then it, it gets, it gets a little thick and it can be a little heavy. And then depending on kind of what climate you're in, we've had a couple guys locally that are like, Hey, you know, man, the, the, the new sock, the more designs on, I feel like it's a little heavier, you know, for the Texas heat. And then like those get some are, are, are pretty, pretty perfect socks. Like they're a slightly thinner than some of our other ones. So those have turned out really good. But, but in short, quite quite a few iterations, and I don't think we have it uh, exactly right, but e- even to the point of getting what's the makeup of the sock, you know, like how, how much of the different materials do you put in there um, to get it just right, where it's actually going to you know, stretch right, you know, how much nylon, how much elastane, how much ly- lycra do you want to kind of mix in there where, you know, it's, it's thin enough, it's got enough stretch, but then it's going to hold its shape over time, because that's... <laughs> you know, when you have a pair of socks you really like, you don't want it to stretch and lose its shape after three or four good rides.
1: It's one of those super important things for cycling and running. And I see it more when I have something that's a poor fit or poor construction. And it could be everything from, you know, the helmet or the shorts or the shoes or the socks. And it can and it always manifests itself on the longest day when you're you're mentally yep. challenged. And then <laughs> you will it's the princess and the pea, right? You'll you'll always find that thing that is just driving you crazy. And it I can't say enough about it. It's like you, you have to find the in certain aspects, like the best possible stuff. And it really adds up. It makes a difference. It really makes a oh, difference. It, it. It it, to, it totally does. It, it, we we appreciate like the,
0: the feedback. Even you're like, man, we really love the socks. We have other people that whether it's because they like the socks or we've done people right by like, hey, we sent you the the wrong size, which we are we are imperfect for sure. Inevitably, we're sending somebody the wrong sock or the wrong size or the wrong shirt, and you know, users are like, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll send you a couple pairs. We're sorry, and people are like, we're gonna stick we're gonna stick with your socks. I love them. Customer service is great, but it's funny you talk about that little nuance. Uh, Sean and I both ride uh the, the uh, Giro Empire like SLX shoes or the, it's not vr 90 or whatever the the lace up you know so even to that point like if you put you put a sock on and even that little stitching around the toe if that hits you wrong or like the pinky toe or the big toe and then you've just taken all this time to kind of get your like you know the lacing just dialed in and then you've got to unlace them to get it right because there's either a hot spot or you can just feel that weird little pressure on your toe that you know at mile sixty is going to be driving you insane. Like it's just a pain in the rear. So even things like that, like getting that kind of stuff right, it seems simple, but you know, it's you want to put on a pair of socks and one you want them to be fun, you want them to be made of good quality, but then you want to put them on and just not have to worry about them. Go, go, let it rip.
1: Yeah. it's why I don't wear um, gloves on the road. I was having a particularly rotten day in on the Santa Fe century a couple years ago and was about to go what I call shouty crackers. I was going to like lose it and I could not get the strap on the, on the glove. Correct. Like open the tab was flapping and close is too tight or too loose. And so I just pulled them off in frustration and stuffed them in my Jersey pocket. And it's it was just the smallest thing but i couldn't get past it like it was just driving me Ah. bonkers and just and to this day i I don't wear uh gloves on the road i'll wear i'll wear hand up gloves for cross and if it's a little cool on the road but it was just that day it was like it just didn't work and yeah oh yeah
0: (laughs) i had I had uh, there's there days like that. I, I find my like, days like that on the tr- on the trainer, particularly, like <laughs> something's going wrong. And, and and then you just get you just get in your mind. And like any little thing like that, that starts going wrong. It's just, it's just so frustrating. So yeah, anything you can do to limit it. but I actually, you talk about the the no gloves. I used to go no gloves and I felt like I was a purist and I actually like it better. And I don't really have the whole like, Oh, it's too sweaty or too slippery. That doesn't bother me. But I wrecked over the handlebars and a crit race and the final turn is and three years ago, I mean, and I don't know what we're exiting the turn faster than I want to go endo. Um, And I mean, I hit helmet concussion and I went over the hand and my my hands just went right into the deck. And I mean, so like busted up the knuckles and ever since then, everyone's like, dude, you got to wear gloves. I'm like, well, I guess if there's ever a chance that I'm going down, I might as well have. So I, even in summer here, I generally will wear long finger gloves, which just sounds silly, but I'm like, if I go down, I don't want to have to be recuperating my hands for for another two to three months or however long it felt like it took. <laughs> <laughs> Do but me a favor, I guess, send me a I picture of your sense.
1: favorite kit and I'll match them up with some hand up gloves. I'll talk to those guys and I'll hook you up. <laughs>
0: Oh, sweet, sweet, man! We we need we need to work with those guys on some RR threads
1: gloves. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I think uh, you'd hit them, you'd hit it off just fine with those fellows. <laughs> They've been out here to do a cross race it, in Colorado, and <laughs> trust me, you'll get along just fine. <laughs> not,
0: man, to, to, totally link us up. I, I've seen locally a bunch of a bunch of uh, like the local kind of Texas crew, like at cross race. It seemed like they're, uh, they're a pretty good uh, market for hand up gloves, and they, they look like they're doing cool custom stuff, right? Not just their
1: own their own designs. Yeah, they've done something with like, uh, like Ridge Supply, I think, did a run with those yeah. guys. And they've done some like Tennessee Trail stuff. And they their, their in-person persona matches exactly their web persona. Like if anybody's listening and is familiar with Hand Up, these guys are not faking it. They are just some nice dudes from Tennessee that are just making a good product like like you guys are and they're just they're fun to be around they came through on the way to a a cross race or something and <laughs> they were sliding down a hill drinking beer having donuts with us so <laughs> they're fun Dude,
0: and, and the thing it, your answer right too, it's like when when, when good folk, especially in the cycling community generally connects with just about anybody but then it's like super good folks to actually have a killer product. You know, we like to, we like to think that we're in the same bucket, but like those hand up gloves, like they're really good gloves. So then you think you hope they do really well with it. Like if people, like when they try them on, they really like them. And then it's fun. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, no offense road cycling. And that's what we, that's what I, I do most of, but like, can get a little stuffy, you know, where it's like, that's what's so fun about cyclocross or even the mountain bike community. Like it's, there's so much kind of collegiality and just, you know, atmosphere and harassing. And it's just people that love cycling. Um, you know, just having fun doing it. So good for them. That they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. And, good, and, and fun guys at the time at the same time. Absolutely.
1: So there, you mentioned, your...
0: a, uh, you, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, this made me think. We have a, a buddy that we ride we ride with, and he's from Atlanta. Like, we actually ran cross country uh, and track at Georgia Tech. And he, he's a wicked mountain biker, just a really, really good bike handle, a really good cyclocross. And he, he always said, he's like, I don't see why people just, uh, you know, cyclists just all can't get along. And I think his, his motto with cycling is if you're on two wheels, you're a friend of mine. Uh, And I'm like, dude, Nathan, that's a, that's a killer motto. Like we all should literally, like we, we're all loving the same sport. We might, we might as well get along a little bit better. I need (laughs) need, need to meet the hand up guys.
1: Yeah. It's, I've, I've thought about this often and it's, I don't know if it's human nature to um, hang out with, people that are similar. So whether the roadies hang out with themselves or the triathletes hang out with themselves or whether it's runners or whatever. Yep. But yeah. He's absolutely right. At some point, if you're peddling anything with two wheels, we share something in common. We're more, we're more alive yeah, than totally, different. And that totally. should, that's should yeah, help. no doubt.
0: No doubt. That's it, your next t-shirt right uh, there, man. Uh, <laughs> No, that's going in the queue. That's going in the queue, and, and when we do it, we'll send you one.
1: <laughs> Here's another the, one that just the, popped the, into the, my head. A friend of mine, she said, uh, she said, "Not all guys are dumb, just the dumb ones." <laughs> just, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: not all guys are dumb, just the dumb ones. Yes. <laughs> that's uh, you, you.
1: So, um, tell yeah, me about yeah, the company model. T- you mentioned get some. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so first off, there's no sexual innuendo whatsoever in get some, um, but there, some people are like, Oh, what is that supposed to mean? Or like our motto, which you can kind of tell by our style, like we're just trying to have fun. And we're guys that are, um, Sean and I were like, we're, we're cyclists. We like to run. We do a triathlon every once in a while with the mountain bike cycle. Like, we do everything, but our, no matter what we do, even though with our, our threads, we, like, we try to go all in, like, not like Captain Insano or anything like that, but, you know, do it, like, but whatever you're doing, have fun, and so we came up with the whole, like, just just get some, whatever you're doing, just get some, like, go hard, if it's a mountain bike race, you know, you're charging up the hill, whatever, just get some, so that's the, that's the motto, Um, and then that's obviously the sock, which is, uh, hands down, our most, pop, most popular sock, so we've got to have it on that, so maybe hand up, maybe we should do a get some gloves. but, so that, that's, that's the motto, but, I do caveat it uh, because every once in a while people go, "Uh, that that sounds kind of creepy. We're like, it's not creepy. It's just you know, in life or whatever you're doing, especially if it's fitness related, get some. Just don't don't half it. Just just go all in.
1: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think it's all in the eye uh, of the beholder and it's just, and, and that's why I kind of love podcasts, right? Is that people can listen to you for a little bit and th- that's not who you are. It's not what you're about. So they can perceive it however they want, but it's not you know, it's not you and Sean's ethos or, you know, or mentality. So
0: yeah. totally you know, an, an, another one, which it's, it's, it's interesting. We have to pause sometimes when we're coming up with designs or something or like, Hey, like, is that, is that going to hit people the wrong way? Cause if so, like that's, we don't want to intentionally do that. You know, like we want to be, you know, edgy, but, but fun um, even the sweet ride shirt, you know, which is just the outline of the bike with two donuts instead of wheels. So literally we threw a bike on a t-shirt, took off the wheels and put on donuts. And we did it with hypnotic donuts, which is a super cool, uh, local donut shop here in Dallas, which is a, was a sponsor of our cycling team. So We did this shirt with them. It's hugely popular every once in a while. Somebody would go, I see what you did there with the donuts. We're like, uh, what? And they're like, Oh it's you know, where where it's placed on the chest for a lady. We're like, If it was bicycle tires, no one would say anything. But they're just donuts. And we did it in collaboration with a donut shop. Like we weren't trying to do anything. We're we're just making a fun shirt with donuts for wheels. Like that's it. You know, and so people are like, I see what you did there. We're like, No, wait, that's not what we're doing. We're just making a fun shirt. So uh so but but we always have to keep in mind, like, okay, hey, you know, some some things rub people the wrong way, or people interpret things the wrong way. But we're we're upstanding guys, just uh, you know, that love cycling, love the creative piece, love the marketing piece, and you know, the the branding part is probably as much fun. But um, then even just connecting with folks like you that have gotten involved with our threads and have used our stuff, and then obviously we're working with you, but. Every once in a
1: while, we're like, okay, is this is this going to bother people too much?
0: If so, let's let's let's
1: back off. <laughs> I didn't even see that. I'm looking at that same shirt on the website, the Sweet Ride with the donuts, and I in in 50 years, I never would have put two and two together what that person was talking about. Totally, totally. <laughs> we
0: we even we even had somebody make like a comment one time on Instagram, like you know, it wasn't just like I saw what you did there, like haha. It was. Uh, like it was kind of I don't know if they had their feelings hurt or something. And then I was like, and that's one thing we're pretty communicative, and you're not even from a customer service. Just like just trying to connect with people that are interested in, in connecting with the brand. And like we took a lot of time thinking about like, uh, hey, like no, we want to be thoughtful. Like and respond like that is by no means what we're doing. And I I, I think I probably explained in too many words on Instagram. Um, uh, pretty much just that. Like we just swapped out the tire for donuts. Like it's a fun shirt. Nine out of 10 don't think it. But you know, when somebody puts in your mind, you're going, Oh, well I see how you could interpret it that way. You know, Mm -hmm. but if that's not where your mind goes, that's not where your mind goes. Like, and that was never the, never the intent, but every once in a while, (laughs) but we're always like, Hey, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to be that way whatsoever. We're just, we're just trying to, you know, be fun and creative, like on a cycling, cycling inspired brand.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, here's my dream job. And you know, every time like on on Instagram or social media or commercials that some major brand has this tone deaf advertising, like kind of like the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial, you know. Yep. My yep. job, I want to sit in the like a nice corner office and just hang out and then have all these marketing agencies bring me these ideas. And I'll just say, no, you can't do this. And I won't tell them why. I'll just say, look, man, trust me on this one.
0: <laughs> and I'm hit me wrong. It hit, me, it hit, me, wrong.
1: It hit but, me wrong. You can't do that. <laughs> but all those controversies, it's like, how could somebody not see this and, and your shirt, like I'm looking straight at it and I didn't even know where you're going with that story. I was like, who could, take exception with that. So
0: yeah, you're like, it's donuts. Oh, well you talk, talk about this and this is, I'm throwing, i throw egg on our own face here. So we, we threw an ad and may or may not have seen it in bicycling magazine. We're like, Hey, let's just do, do an ad in there. We contacted them. And, um, so in the, maybe the previous one. So if anybody's out there, get the latest Bicycling magazine, we got an ad in the back. Um, and literally, no lie, about a week before it comes out, long after the ship has sailed on what the copy is going to look like, I actually send it to my mom of all people. And we've had a ton of people like, look at the ad and just like, just like friends, like, hey, this is what we're going to do. And my mom goes, yeah, but you misspelled cycling. <laughs> I go, I'm like, no, you know, it's, like, it's like a text message. Yeah, I text my mom. So I'm like, I'm texting her, and she goes, "You misspelled cycling." I'm like, well, "How do you misspell cycling? It's not calm. Con- like we just left out a C. Literally, we in in an, an ad in Bicycling magazine spelled it C Y L I N G. So it's like siling, I guess. So I'm like, it's one of the things. No matter how many eyes people you just see it, and you go, "Oh, that's just fine." But yeah, uh, the one person that sees it and goes, "You got you got a big issue there. You missed spelled cycling and that's that's what your brand's all about. So <laughs> if anybody finds the ad, there's actually a discount code on the bottom. So you can you can make fun of us because we misspelled cycling. But get a discount in the pro- in the process.
1: <laughs> well you gotta have fun with that dude. You gotta like just in some of your social media just just play on that. I think that'd be kinda cool. Oh bad.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe we should make a shirt that just says "Siling" on it and just <laughs> see, see if anybody gets it.
1: <laughs> well on the, uh, the warm front site, I, I have this page that I was trying to come up with this clever marketing. And so I made up this condition, this fake medical condition that the warm front solves and it's called purple nurple. <laughs> uh, so I have this whole yeah I have this whole thing that I, I basically went to a pharmaceutical site and like layout for layout like verbiage and pictures basically made the like the sad couple and the side effects and all this stuff. And uh there's and it's kind of buried. It's like, you know, three pages in, three pages down. And there's some people that will kind of poke around and they're like, <clears throat> um it's like 80-20, like 80% totally get it and love it. And there's some that are like, huh, that's that's kind of racy. And it's like well, what what is it? Like, I, I've I've backed off, like... And my personality definitely tends, you know, to be um, edgy and, and, you know, kind of that sense of humor, but... And I specifically backed it off of exactly how I wanted it to be. And it's like, dude, there's nothing there. There is nothing there. It's all, like, an innuendo wrapped in a mystery. Like, it's... <laughs> you could show this to an eighth grader and they would they'd be fine, but... <laughs>
0: See, I, I like the, the, the brands that I've uh, shown but like brands we connect with the most are the ones that you run across them. And it's not just up the middle, not like it's trying to be too edgy. Like it's just, you can tell like there's the, the humor and the personality of who are, you know, the, the person or a couple people that started it or run it versus something that just seems like it's, you know, without character, without any kind of edge or anything. So that's definitely like you, we're trying to do things that are, that are fun and t- Sometimes it misses, but overall, like we hope people are going, Hey, you know what? Like with you, like it's, there's a story and kind of a spirit behind the company besides just, you know, a website and a product.
1: Yeah. At some point I want to do a solid purple shirt and then just like three big words on it that says fight purple nurple (laughs) to see if anybody, see if it resonates with anybody. (laughs) And then, and this is where I have my lottery dreams where I'd love to do this like dollar shave club commercial with just you know, the, the, the sad people just crying, like purple nurple ruined my life, you know, and I would hire a Hollywood <laughs> script writer and I would get you know someone to direct it just cause I had the money to burn, but I'm not yeah. there yet for that.
0: <laughs> the thing is you get one celebrity wearing the t-shirt and you'd sell a million of them, you know, and there's, there's your retirement plan.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. Man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Hey, hey! When the, when the shirt takes off, we'll help. We'll help you
1: with it. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. So, how uh, did you get into cycling? I mean, what was your journey with that? Did you ride when you were a kid, or or take me through that? Because I'm always fascinated. Yes. Yeah. Got on the bike.
0: Yeah. So mine, uh, so was not like, you know, I started, you know, like psych- obviously I rode a bike as a kid. I feel like m- most people did that, but never like got into like cycling per se in, in college. I uh started mountain biking, but I, I went to the university of Oklahoma Boom- boomer sooner. Um, <laughs> so for, for undergrad and, I got in like the mountain bike racing there, but you know, mountain bikes, a term used loosely in Oklahoma. So it's like, you know, trails around a lake racing. So I I did that, but it really was, um, when I moved out to San Francisco, this is probably shoot nine years ago. My uh, when I was out there my brother-in-law who used to be a professional triathlete, my sister who was a really good cyclist, a really good runner they are like, okay, you love to run but you live in San Francisco now you got to go buy a road bike, Like you've got to get into it. And I'm like, I don't know so I did, I was like, I'm just going to buy like entry level road bike and it was one of those things Like the first time I was on it, I just, just fell in love with the ability just to, to go places and go climb and, and I'm a small guy, I'm 5'7", I'm 130 pounds, so climbing hills is like my sweet spot which is not here in Dallas so that kind of stuff is is perfect for for me um and then I just like just the ability to go explore and so I was out in San Francisco for a little over a year and then moved back to Dallas and I've just stuck with it and for, for me on the cycling front one thing that's been so nice about it whereas compared to running where inevitably I'd get injured you know shin splint stress fracture or something I mean I found like cycling I mean you I, I could do it 10, 20 hours a week, you know, you can train hard, you get off the bike and you're just tired. You're not beat up. So for me, that's, I think the thing that's just kept me with it. And then I've always been a, an endurance type person. So then cycling continues to adapt, you know, what's doing, you know, mountain bike races, such as, you know, Leadville 100 or Century rides or like going through periods of doing, you know, crit racing or cyclocross. Like I just feel like every time you turn around, there's something, something new to try and our, our team's about 20 people deep. So there's always guys doing different things. So there's the kind of camaraderie piece of it too, which is really nice.
1: Yeah. I played, um, <clears throat> high school baseball. I was gonna say, how, 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 about, how about you? You're uh, living in Colorado.
0: You're at least in, the, in a sweeter area to be doing some cycling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I had flirted with the bike from an early age. I remember mowing lawns to buy my first 10 speed back in the day and then nice. took a couple of years off and then had a I bought a, a Trek 330 from a friend that was like two sizes too small and I still did the MS150 on it and just <laughs> hated it because' like, this really hurts. And it was partially fit, partially fitness. And then uh, 2001, I think it finally stuck. But I had played baseball, I'd played pickup hockey, basketball, racquetball. but on the bike, it's where I really got to know people because on the road, there's nothing really to do except for talk. And then on the mountain bike, you're suffering and I I like the technical aspect of it, but you get to the top and look out over the city of Denver or Fruta, wherever you might be. And it's like, it's just cool being back in nature. And then I discovered cross a couple of years ago and yeah, it's just, (laughs) we're riding toys, but it's fun and it's, it's fitness and it's just, uh, yeah 99% just awesome people even more than that five nines people of just awesome people you know and it's just yeah sharing that camaraderie and you know it's not something I've experienced with any other sport golf or anything like this just yeah it's just a, a great wonderful culture and it always it surprises me that just I keep meeting plus one you know more people you know like you and Sean and it's just like this is just it's cool I'm so glad I found it yeah, no, no, I totally agree. You, know, you talk about the, the the mountain biking, and
0: that's I haven't done as much of it since college. But getting back into it over the last few years, initially it was all around kind of Leadville. We went down to Austin and did the Austin Rattler, which is a qualifier, and to try to get a better corral time. And that's when it struck me how different the, even the different disciplines of cycling are. Mm-hmm. And it was on it's uh, uh, the Rattler's a three loop, you know, it's three twenty mile loop ish. Uh, I guess that's a hundred K's a little longer than 20 miles, but I was like passing somebody on, you know, one of the final Hills on a third lap, and like, they just look over and they're like, good job, you're killing it. And I was like, what? what are you talking about? Like, are you cheering me on? Cause you're coming from mainly being on the road. You don't really like cheering on the person cause you're kind of competing against them. And it was so cool. And that's when I, I like appreciated, you know, like Leadville and the mountain biking, even like you, like you have much more of that kind of mountain biker, just, just open. Like we're doing this thing, like enjoying the sport, you know, out in the outdoors, climbing, and descending, whatever it is. Like it really is a cool culture. And I think it's neat to to meet people like this that are doing something similar, following your passion, doing warm front or the hand up guys, like just that are trying to do similar stuff all around the cycling, cycling lifestyle.
1: Yeah, it's very supportive. And at the cross race yesterday, there were somebody actually was coming through because I race single speed because I'm an idiot, but there was somebody (laughs) that was coming through and said, Hey man, on your left, cruising by. And I was like, Yeah. Help yourself, man. Pull over and, and he passes and it's like, Hey, nice job, buddy. like, Oh, you too. You too, man. And it's just very supportive, you know? So it's, it's just fun
0: it's it 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 is really cool and that's that's i even appreciate you like you being intentional about reaching out like on on the shop front and even setting this up like you'll just get to get to know you better but then people they're like yeah obviously we're doing something similar like with different products but like same people different city loving cycling and it's cool just to connect with people and get to know kind of like the the broader cycling community really because i'm like man I gotta we gotta get up to Sean and I need to get up to the Colorado area or next time we are come up there and ride. We actually sponsor a team up there out of Denver, um that they do all sorts of riding, but full send full send racing. Uh super, super good guys. They just switched over to doing some cyclocross stuff now, but it's so cool. This is cycling community. We're just, we're just fortunate to be a part of it and having fun, fun along the way. At full send S E N D. Is that the, the name? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Ch- check them out. Check them out on Instagram. Their, their, uh, handle is full underscore send underscore racing. Okay. And they're, I think that they're like kind of an amalgamation of guys that came from different teams um, And I mean, they're really good racers, and they do some pretty like, you know, they come down to Tulsa for Tulsa Tough, and they're at the Gateway Cup in St. Louis. So they do some serious crit racing, and then you know, they just they into the cycle, uh, cyclocross now. So they, uh, same thing, just super good dudes that just that just love being on two wheels. Uh, and they're sponsored their... by Topo Chico. And they're sponsored by Topo Chico, which is awesome, awesome water. And they're always uh, but they're just, uh, super fun guys about how like their, their feed and what they're doing and giving hands ups at cyclocross or, you know, spraying each other with Topo Chico water just for fun. I mean, it's, it's cool what they're doing. So I'm looking yeah, give, at, give those, give, give those guys a shout. <laughs> Christian Culpepper is a guy that we work with. I mean, they're, they're just a hoot. They're a hoot.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at one of their photos and I'm seeing a mullet and a mustache. So these guys, these That's, are going to be yeah, my deep that is, <laughs> Yes. That, that is, that is Christian. So, uh,
0: he, he actually, I, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw our story the other day on Instagram that had like a, a face of a guy and it said like, dude, and it was making it, it said like, dude. And another one was like, yeah, dude. And he goes, our, our threads is having a sale. And it was a dude. And it just is the outline of this guy's face. And that's <laughs> Christian's face, who is one of the Folsom guys. He's the one that handles all their social media. De- definitely hit them up. Let them know we know each other. I mean, they're, uh, they're fun guys. But, I mean, they're some seriously strong riders too
1: i will do that after we uh after we hang up here <laughs> these guys will be fun yeah <laughs> so yeah anytime you get up to colorado you got a place to stay man make sure you hit me up all right we'll find a spot hey, for we'll, you for sure we'll, we'll we'll
0: do it my family and i thought so I, I got a wife and two kids and we have um a family place in in between South Fork and Creed, so more of the south central part of the state, so we try oh, to get up cool. there a couple of times a couple of times a year, so yes yeah, so we'll try to have you down sometime too if we get up there and try to ride some ride up over Wolf Creek Pass and do some
1: of that, but yeah, I'd love to get out and do a little more riding across Colorado. I go skiing down at Wolf Creek every year over the Super Bowl, and that's, uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah that passes <laughs> it's a whole different animal <laughs> it's,
0: it's no joke it's no joke we, we we went up and over. my brother-in-law my brother-in-law and i went out from south fork up and over down to pagosa springs ate lunch with the family and came back over um and one of us started cramping i won't say who and had a hellacious time getting back up over at the se- second time mm-hmm. but luckily survived but it was a, it was a gnarly eighty to ninety miles with 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 more climbing than our flatland legs were ready for.
1: <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I gotta ask you, what's um, your what's your day job? What do you do um for for real for real during the day?
0: Yeah, so this is this is definitely a, a, an, an evening weekend kind of uh, extravaganza. So I actually am in sales leadership for a for a healthcare company based out of San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, that that is that is what I do and then Sean is uh, mentioned earlier on he's in the art kind of design world and went to art school so he has been and that's where our new spot is in the design district he's always been in like high-end rugs and carpets and like hardwood floor so he is on like the interior stuff and he's designed some super cool high-end rugs and carpets for different companies and now he's with the uh, Carlisle which is a uh, cool U S based, uh, the hardwood floors, like long, wide plank, hardwood floors. Wow. <clears throat> but he, he, he is, he is the, uh, the, the creative, a lot of the creative genius behind what we do. And and he says I'm the talker, so he stuck me on the podcast. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I'm a design hack and I, I'm I call myself an assembler. So I can put elements together to make things happen. But in terms of coming up with designs, that's why I love Instagram so much, is I see like the street art and I see designs, whether it's t-shirts and just I, I know good design when I see it and I wish I had the skills to create that stuff on my own. Cause I can take stuff and modify it. So somebody that has that vision and that imagination, I'm just so impressed by. I I agree. And even
0: then it's like, then if you have the vision, then there's the technology piece of like, do you actually know Photoshop well enough to do it or to design it? And that, that's something we're actually about to, let figure out kind of what's the best, what, best way to do it. We've, we've run across some, just like you We're always scouring Instagram just to see kind of what's going on. But we've run across some pretty cool brand and just artists that are just doing, you know, cycling related art. And we've reached out to some of them lately saying, we'd love to work with you and collaborate. Like maybe throw one of your designs on like one of our shirts and, you know, just, just to do that because you know, we can come up with some ideas that we like, but then there's like different. Yeah, we we kind of have a a style all of our own, and like we're always looking for fun ideas. So anybody listening to this, or Matt, if you've got any fun ideas that you think would would be a hit, let us know because, said we're kind of retooling the way we we do things. We're gonna start getting to a point where we're launching. Uh, more designs on a more frequent basis, and you know, using our newsletter and things like that, just to get, get more ideas out. So, hopefully, we'll be launching some cyclocross theme shirts here in the in the next week or two
1: that'd be great and uh, I also put on uh, an unsanctioned race every year called Bandito Cross that if Ah. you know the full send guys it's definitely up their alley so um, I have two categories really racing and not really racing (laughs) yeah I like, I, like, I
0: like it. I like it. I I, I like the not really racing because that, that definitely makes it where people are uh, that you don't want to go out there and feel like it's going to be too intimidating. you like, no, you're literally just out there on two wheels, just having fun. You're going to get heckled just as hard as everyone else, but just be out there having fun.
1: Oh yeah. And anybody that comes up afterwards and goes, well, who won? I go, well, you did. Cause obviously you care about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Do
1: you think you won? If so, you won. If not. <laughs> but that being That's said, awesome. the, uh, there's always some really fast guys that come out for the, uh, the really racing side. And, and I, I go above and beyond on the website saying, look, it's gotten big enough where I have to pull permits and insurance. And I do that to protect uh, myself and the company and the town of Parker and all that. Oh, totally. But totally. in the messaging, it's like, look, if you're showing up thinking that there's going to be timing chips and announcers, like this is not for you. But what's really cool is you see these guys that, and, and, and women that are out there just beating on each other, but they're doing it in such a respectful way but they know who won. Like at the end, like I'll start ringing the bell final lap and, and they all just know. And like seven years, nobody's ever, there's nothing to protest. And I wouldn't listen to any protest. but they're like, Oh, nice job, man. You had me in that corner. And it, it's really just kind of fun competition. And it, it's really nice to see. It's really nice to see. Yeah, good, good for you too. Because I'm
0: sure throwing throwing something like that on and having the timing chips and like going to all that, which a lot of that is nice to have. But to your point, like people know who's people know who are out there crushing it, and well, you know whether you're sixth or eighth or ninth or whatever, you know, people know who's the top one or one or two. But yeah, it's it just a lot of it is just just out there having fun. Are you are you, are you racing to win? Most of the people, you're you're not pros anyway. Like even the local, you know, lo- some of the locals around here will go, yeah, hey, like we're not pros. Like, you know, we're kind of professional amateurs. We take the cycling too serious and we probably ride more than we should, but it's not like you're going to, you know, no one's retiring off of their, you know, Thursday night crit winnings or their Wednesday night cyclocross winnings. Like <laughs> let's just, let's just have fun. I, I like the Loki approach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and I don't, I don't tape the course off obviously. Cause that's just, too much headache. So I have either spray paint or sprinkler flags. And then the, the track that we run on is cut in and burned in. And there's so many different turns and twists. And a couple of years ago at the, at this venue, this one guy comes up, he's like, man, great race. That was so much fun. He goes, Hey, I got a question for you. I passed this one dude on this lap like seven times. <laughs> <And I> go, <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, we do a preview lap and he was either cheating, which is highly encouraged, or he just was (laughs) deciding to kind of go in that general direction. And he's like, Oh, cool, man. All right. I just, I couldn't figure it out. Cause yeah. I passed him seven times. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah.
0: You're like, one of you was doing something wrong. If it, if it wasn't you, great. If it was, that's also fine. Did you have fun? Perfect. You know, right. <laughs> that's the thing I love about cross too, is that no matter how like, I guess, I guess good's all relative, but no matter how good you are, you can go out there and it can be like the hardest 30 or 45 minutes of your life, just pushing it so hard. But it it also can be, I mean, like, the most fun as well. I mean, with the heckling and the hand ups and the, you know, on and off the bike. And it really is like, it's a, it's fun racing. It's fun here with the seasons just kicked, just kicked off. So it's a fun time of year to be on two wheels.
1: It, it totally is. It totally is. Yeah. Well, yeah. my friend we've gone, uh, yeah. geez over an hour. So, um, this just flew by. So with that, I'll just say, uh, Teal Carlock are our threads. Uh, tell us where you can find you and I'll, I'll link it up in the the post but hit us up with your social media and tell us where we can buy some socks yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much, Matt, for for having
0: us. Yeah, you can, you can check us out. T-shirts, socks, uh, other kind of cycling inspired gear. Check us out on Instagram at rrthreads or on our website at rrthreads.com. And as our motto is get, get some. So just like (laughs) our stuff, go get some.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Thanks so much for, uh, for being on, I'll hit and record and then uh, hold on one sec, buddy. All right. Sounds good.